The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Jill Shelley is the owner of a haunted location called the Boyd House. She's going to talk a little bit about the location what its history is, what the activity is from a paranormal perspective, why she bought it, and uh, what other paranormal investigating and uh, phenomena she has done and has experienced. So just um, make sure that you subscribe to our channels, whether uh, you go to Twitch or YouTube or both, even better, and just look for JV Johnson. Subscribe to both of them and be part of our online community because we do different things on each. Now, as I've mentioned, the Twitch channel is going to be ultimately our weekend channel, and the weekend stuff will not be on our YouTube channel. However, conversely, all of our regular interview programs will be continue to be on YouTube where uh, they are most uh, well-received at home. So, um, you know, take your pick, but subscribe to both. It's always uh, it's always good to be involved everywhere. Also, find us on Facebook. My page is JVJ Paranormal, very easy to find. And then, of course, the show is Beyond Reality Radio. Please support the program. Go to patreon.com slash johaw. That's J-O-H-A-W. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Anybody else having just terrible allergy spring? I mean, I, I've had allergies all my life and you know i've just dealt with them and allegra too here and there takes care of them this year i just can't stop sneezing i can't stop sniffling i don't know if it's me i don't know if uh if it's um just we're having an, an unbelievably high pollen count i think it's probably that but who knows anyway in this part of the program we're excited to have uh, a first-time guest jill shelley jill is the uh owner of a haunted location called Boyd House. She's also a paranormal investigator, has been one for quite some time. We're going to talk a little bit about her work, plus her location, Boyd House, and uh, a little bit more about the theory of uh, what we like to talk about here as paranormal activities. So, Jill, welcome to Beyond Reality. It's great to have you on with us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So um, you've been involved in the paranormal for quite some time now, and I know you have a group and all that, but how did you get started? Um, yeah, I actually have always been fascinated by the paranormal since I was a really little kid. And my first experience was actually at my grandmother's house when um, she has one room in her house that us kids never liked. We always felt like somebody's watching you. It was cold. It was uncomfortable. We hated it. And one night at my grandma's house while I was sleeping, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was the only one in the room and I could hear footsteps coming out of that room and it came and stopped at my door and, of course, my back's to the door, and I and I just didn't want to look because I'm a little kid, so I, I don't want to see nothing. And But you could feel the most intense, like, you know, when somebody's staring at you, but it almost felt like they were staring through me. And then you kind of heard, like, a, a loud sigh, and then you heard the footsteps turn around and walk back into the other room. And I knew it wasn't my parents either because I could hear them snoring in the next room over. And when I... I gotten up this in the morning. I had spoke to my grandma about it, um, and she just said, "Oh, honey, that's just a ghost, and he's not going to hurt you." 
And I thought, well, gosh, if grandma's not worried, and then it just kind of just escalated from there. I just started doing research and reading books and going to the library and the TV and just learning everything I can. And then um, in 2010, uh, I met a great group of people through my work and it extended out um, that also had passion for the paranormal and so we formed our group St. Croix Paranormal and we started um, investigating local businesses, homes, um, traveling all over the country to the well-known haunted locations and that's how our group kind of got started. So go back to this incident you had as a kid. How old were you first of all but secondly um, you felt the eyes, you felt the stare, you felt somebody looking through you. How old were you and describe that feeling a little bit more. I was probably between seven and eight, right around there. Um, it, it's, it's, it almost felt not like a burn, but I don't know. It was just so intense. Like if you ever are, are like in line somewhere or just anywhere and you feel like somebody's staring at you and you turn around, you just know that feeling. But you need, for that one, it was like intensified by like a hundred times. You almost kind of felt like almost like a beam was coming through you. Yeah. You know, obviously in, you didn't see it, but you kind of—it was that intense. Like you felt, like something was totally going through your body. Let's talk about that phenomenon for a second, because you know a lot of people have experienced it, and particularly during uh, paranormal type investigations, there is some kind of energy that connects between whatever these spirits are and the living, especially when you know you're the target of something, and it's just this connection, and you can literally as you said feel it whether it's the feeling of a stare or it's the uh you know the hair on your arms or the back of your neck going up or kind of an electric feel where does that energy come from do you think i i just think it's just the type of energy that that spirit can produce because as as we feel that most spirits are made up of energy especially electromagnetic energy i think they're just projecting the energy that that is creating them and kind of putting it on us or you know through us or using that like hey i'm looking at you you know look at me kind of thing yeah a lot of it's for attention isn't it i mean a lot of what we consider to be haunting activity or paranormal activity and in many cases things that would scare people is really just kind of a kind of a cry for attention oh yeah i have always felt that i mean i know a lot of people um sometimes say oh well they were they were throwing things or they did this. And, and I kind of feel like a lot of times, I mean, I know there's evil, there, there can be demonic, but I feel that that's kind of a rarity. So I think a lot of things that people experience that they think as more of a negative um, is more of that spirit. Like I will tell them, um, either they're, they're trying, like you say, get your attention, or maybe it's just a, an, an old crabby guy that's really kind of mad <laughs> that you're in his house. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the old so, crabby guy so theory. So that's his way. So. Uh, the old crabby guy theory keeps coming up more and more, which I just get a kick out of, the old crabby guy, because there's a lot of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. And I'm, when, I, when, you know, when it's my turn to haunt people, oh, you can better believe I'm going to be an old crabby guy. Um, so you, 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 you put together St. Croix Paranormal. Uh, you have a group of, of people. You went out and did a bunch of investigations. Tell me, before you... Uh, got involved with Boyd House. Tell me uh, some of the highlighted uh, investigations that you did. Just a couple of places that really stand out to you as very, very interesting and intriguing from a paranormal perspective. Well, oh gosh, there's so many. I mean, we have so many stories from a lot of places, but um, my first one was the Velisca Murder House. So you kind of never forget your first one. So sure. that, that one was pretty cool. We got some really good activity um, at that one. Some great EVPs of the kids. Uh, Edinburgh Manor is another one that's one of my favorites that 
always tends to be a good hot spot. You get a lot of activity, and uh, just that one's just—it's so fun because it's such a big, big building. I love the old asylums and and things like that. Um, we've been—we've done Waverly Asylum, I, and I think um, part of one of our, our first type, the first year that we were investigating, they had the Fergus Falls Asylum. And they really only allow, uh, they don't really allow groups in, but we had like a little in, insider. So we were probably one of the very few groups that have actually been in that building. Um, and that was really amazing. You know, they're not only from a paranormal perspective, but just as a historical perspective. And just walking through these massive buildings and underground tunnels, you're like, oh, my gosh, this place was so amazing back in the day. You could just picture it. Um, so those are kind of some memories that I'm just never going to forget. Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit on us, just so you know. I don't know if you're moving around oh, or not, sorry. but it's just every little, dropping out every once in a while. But either way, so you, you did a bunch of investigations, and at some point you decided your passion for the paranormal was uh, so intense that you needed a place of your own. How did you become acquainted with Boyd House? Well, actually, uh, like I said, by traveling around to all the other haunted locations, that kind of gave me the idea of like, ha, huh, gosh, this would be something that I would really like to do. Um, and then so you kind of figure out, like, well, you can't really just nobody advertises, like, a haunted house for sale usually. <laughs> so you you, you got to kind of just I, – I started looking on the on the Internet for homes for sale and, and found things that I, I thought looked the part for it. And my realtor um, was really cool. She knew what I did, what I was looking for. So we would go to these houses and do many investigations. Um, but the one thing with the Boyd house is I was very – drawn to this house like I would constantly look at these pictures even before and after I'd been there and I, and I was just so drawn to that house um, that I just had to have it we went there and, and did a mini investigation um, we had a REM pod go off in about eight minutes of being there uh, our spirit box when I was asking questions the woman said who are you so she's probably like wait who is this person why are they talking to me nobody ever talks to me <laughs> so yeah so we just kind of had a, a lot of um, really good things from that. And then um, we had talked to the owners, and they had a little bit of experience, but they kind of blew everything off, you know, how some people do that. So they didn't get a, a lot of interaction, um, but they had actually seen a man in the house at one point um, when they were there, and, you know, kind of the, the doors, and they'd hear music, you know, things, and they would just kind of blow it off. So nothing over the top. Um, but since we've been doing investigations at the house, it's been becoming more and more active. And uh, when you were looking for and ended up settling on uh, purchasing the Boyd House, were you looking for a residence as well? Is this a place that you live as well as offer uh, paranormal experiences for people? Yeah, no, I did never wanted to live in my own haunted location. <laughs> I just like to investigate. Um, so, no, I don't live there. So it's pretty much rented out for, for private uh, gotcha. paranormal investigations. Gotcha. So you so you did a mini investigation. You said you felt a connection to the place. And how long ago did you buy it? And what kind of activity has been happening there since you bought it? Well, it's been about a year and a half since we we've had the house. Uh, the first couple of months, of course, we were getting it ready and cleaning and and just kind of getting busy and just trying to get the spirits familiar with what was going on. So when we started, it was really, really slow. I wasn't getting any EVPs. I get a little equipment interaction. Um, and as, as time has gone on and I, and I have shown them, which I'm a big believer of once they realize, because if you, if you think about the spirits back in the day, they didn't have REM pods. They don't know what that is. Right. And, and it looks probably pretty scary. I you know what? I, touch it, that I'm going to interrupt you for a second here, just because, you know, our audience is familiar with things like um, EMF meters 
and Spirit Box. But I'm not sure everybody knows what a REM pod is. I do, but explain for our listeners what a REM pod is. Um, it's a radiating electric magnetic field detector. And like we had spoke before that um, supposedly the spirits are with the electromagnetic energy. So if they come close within this field, it breaks the barrier and sets the alarm off. Now, this is something that I can walk up and touch the antenna and break the barrier as well. But then you also have to keep in mind, like, walkie-talkie, cell phones, things like that can shut it off, send it off, too. Yeah. So you do have to kind of use your, your scientific approach of, of why did that really go off. Um, so it, it works, I guess, if you would think like the EMF meter. It's just a different form of an EMF. Right. It would be an easy, easy way to display that. Right. So you're using this equipment. Uh, continue where I interrupted you. Uh, Tell, tell us about uh, more of the activity that you started to experience. Um, so some of the stuff, like we had like a REM pod bear. So it's just a uh, like a, a little bear with the REM pod in it. It doesn't make any noise. It just blinks. And that one's a little bit more yeah. harder to set off. Like I can't touch that one. That one actually has to have electromagnetic energy for it to go off. And I know we had some children in the home um, because a psychic had told me and we were getting – we would hear like uh, giggles, you know, children giggling. What in EVP? So had, you got those in EVP? The giggling, or did you hear them in real time? Audibly, audibly oh, wow, would okay. hear the giggling. And a lot of people have been audibly hearing um, children giggling. I've actually audibly heard a woman say "yoo-hoo," um, so they they kind of do talk out loud. But I had put the little REM bear in what we call the kids' room that I felt that that's where the children played. And I was just one day like, oh, my gosh, you guys, if you could just, like, touch this bear because, you know, people are going to you know, bring you more presents. I'll bring you more presents if you just touch this little bear here. And then that darn thing went off for, like, four hours on and off. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, so they kept pretty busy there. Um, I do spend a lot of time when I'm there just talking randomly because when I am there, I don't get to investigate as much as I'd like because I, as the owner, I didn't realize that I have a lot to do like cleaning and mowing the lawn and things like that was not a consideration <laughs> I did um, when I bought the house. But um, I do talk to him quite a bit. And uh, actually a couple of weeks ago, I thought, gosh, you know what? Let's set up a poker game. So down in the basement, I'd set up a poker game. I put down a bunch of coins, old coins and a big gold coin. I said, here's the grand, grand prize here. And I, and I constantly would go down and, and shuffle the cards and redeal them out. And, and I always kept one card to the side, like right at the edge of the table, not hanging over, but right at the edge. And I had, every time I said, could you just throw that off so I know you guys are enjoying your game today? And then at midnight, they threw that card off. Oh, wow. Did you see it happen? So that was, I did not see it. It was like my last shuffle of the night because I was going to bed. It was 1145. And I'm like, okay. And then when I got up in the morning, I saw the card on the floor, so I was super excited. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you, everyone. And wow. then I went back and revealed the, the film footage, and about 15 minutes after I left is when they had done it. So you, you actually then, had, you um, had video footage of that happening? I do have video footage of that happening. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, this place, uh, first of all, give people a sense of where it is geographically. Uh, we haven't really talked about that. Where is the Boyd House? Um. That is in Boyd, Minnesota, and that's about 145 miles southwest of the Twin Cities. So we're actually about an hour from Brookings, South Dakota. So we're, we're kind of out there. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's a very, very small town of probably about 150 people. Oh, that is a small town. I thought I lived in a small town. Cooperstown has about 1,100 people, but 150 people is really <laughs> tiny. Um, yes, it's, it's 
small. Yeah. So, so you offer this facility for people to come and do what? What can people do if they if they pay a visit? Um, they can pretty much do what they want unless they're doing drugs or alcohol. That's not allowed. But other than that, um, you can come in and do paranormal investigations overnight. You get the place to yourself. You pretty much have full run of the place. You can run your any equipment that you have. Um, we do offer that you can come in at 3 o'clock uh, the day of, and then you don't have to leave till noon the next day. So it gives you a little chance to get some Z's in from staying up all night before you drive home. And, yeah, people have been getting some really amazing results from coming in. What type of things have visitors gotten, evidence-wise? Well, my two favorite things that I've seen so far, uh, one is they had, like, two shadow figures in the kitchen. And we had two or more than more than one group say that they do see shadows moving about the kitchen. And one particular group had it faced um, from our living room facing into the kitchen doorway. And they had, like, two. It looked complete outline of, of people, and it was like one, two, really fast. Like they darted across, mm. and some people might say, "Well, gosh, that was probably headlights." But because I know the layout of the house and how the road works, there's no way any headlights would reach into the house to create that effect that happened. And then um, the other one is the SLS camera, the Connect camera with the little stick figure people. If, if people are familiar with that, yeah, uh, we had we had a group that was doing that and there was like a little a little people standing by the piano and then they were like hey can you just uh come sit in this chair and then it actually went over to the chair sat down and when it sat in the chair they had a k2 meter and a rem pod and they both started going off and then the little stick figure was waving at them oh geez (laughs) that was that was a really cool one to to see that's a lot of fun so tell me if someone was interested in visiting the boyd house how how would they go about doing that and reserving an opportunity to maybe do a little paranormal investigation a couple ways they can do that. We have our website through our, our uh, paranormal group, so that's com. We're also on Facebook, so you can just go to Boyd House LLC and you can private message us and we'll, we'll take care of it. Or um, you can just email us at boydhouse217 at Yahoo. And St. Croix Paranormal is, uh, it's S-T, the abbreviation for Saint, and Croix is C-R-O-I-X. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, so it's stcroyparanormal.com. Um, it sounds like a great location. I'm I'm excited anytime anybody has enough passion for the paranormal that they actually invest time and money into something like this and preserve it for other people to enjoy. So I hope you um I hope you have a lot of success and get a lot of satisfaction from the fact that you're providing uh, this for people who have a curiosity and a fascination with the paranormal. Yeah, I like I said, I've really enjoyed everybody who's been in and, and enjoy getting the evidence and, and you know doing renovation and bringing the house back to the 1900s. So. Well, Jill, it's been a, it's been a great conversation. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I appreciate your time and best of luck with uh, all of your investigations, but particularly at the Boyd House. Thank you. It was great to be here. Beyond Reality Paranormal is hosted by J.V. Johnson and produced by Orion Palmer and Slick Eddie Edwards. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please consider supporting the program either through your podcast platform, click on the link in the description, or on Patreon at Joha Productions. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Paranormal or you have a recommendation for a guest, contact our producer, Slick Eddie Edwards. Eddie is spelled with a Y at slickeddieedwards at gmail.com.